Welcome to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast, where we are turning your dream of writing a book into your reality. On this show, you'll learn how to write, publish, and launch a nonfiction book from the most elite professionals and entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Kelfer, four-time bestselling author and founder of the Big Idea to Bestseller program, and I'm here to reveal the secrets of what it takes to write an incredible book to grow your business, become the go-to expert, and change the world. So whether you want more credibility, you want more coaching clients, you want to start a business, or you simply want to share a powerful message, this podcast was made for you. Let's go! Let's get it! Let's go! I have somebody here that I'm really excited to talk about through her book journey, what's next, and I'm kind of excited to talk with Trisha when we get into this about the book process, about where she wants the book to take her and all these great things. So fasten your seatbelts. It's showtime. Trisha, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. So you are the author of the book, Uncomfortable. And let's give a little background for everybody about who you are and what the book is really about. So I am a personal trainer. Uh, I owned a gym for many years. I mostly work with women, uh, a lot of weight loss. And what was the second part of the question? <laughs> and, and talk to us a little bit about what the book Uncomfortable is all about. Really, it's about getting down to the basics of why it's so hard to make real change. And it, when I kind of broke it down, I realized it's because it's really hard for women to feel uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> and you know that little trite thing people say, you know, growth happens outside of your comfort zone. It's really true. And so the book is about how to actually get out of your, or be comfortable in your uncomfortable zone so that you can actually make change and what what that really consists of. And I really drew a lot on a lot of the experiences that I had in my gym. And why'd you decide to get uncomfortable yourself and decide to write the book. I wanted to reach more people. I just felt really stuck. I also felt like I spent all of my time posting on social media, like taking pictures of myself, making videos of myself. And I just, I wanted to work with people more. And I felt like this book could help me spend more time with people in my program than on social media constantly. And so I think this would be really great for, for the listeners is like, now that your book's out, all right, and everybody can go grab it on Amazon, what is the hope? You you mentioned you wrote the book and, and you wanted to do it to really help people, and it was a different way to share your message than by just posting on social. Now that you have the book, the book's out, you have the physical copies, you have the ebook. what do you hope the book is going to bring you, or how are you planning on using the book moving forward? One of the biggest ways I want to use the book, and the, one of the biggest ways I'm hoping the book is going to open a door for me is to be able to do live weekend workshops. So I spent a lot of time at Kripalu, which is a, it used to be an ashram, <laughs> working with a couple of um, people who create, help people create workshops. So I have this workshop, but it's hard to get in the door to teach the workshop if you don't really have like street cred. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really hoping the book is going to help me be able to do these workshops. I love that. I love that. And what goes hand in hand with this is 
You have the book, you do the workshops. You have the book, it leads more people to your program. You do the book, you do the workshops because of the book, and then you get people to actually want to work with you. Or you do the book, and then you have clients, and then the clients want to do the workshop. So it's a really cool cycle that happens with this book. And, and here's one thing that that I'd, I'd love to know, and, and I hope you don't mind me digging deep into some of these visions, because I want to make them closer right now. I want to make them closer. When you look at these workshops, and we'll, we'll focus on that one for right now, are these things all done in a specific location? Are they local to you? Or where do these happen in relation to where you're at? I could, you know, I could do these, I could pitch these workshops anywhere. So I actually have pitched the workshops to a couple of places and I've gotten nowhere because I don't think, because I think I don't have the book. <laughs> now okay. that I have the book, um, I have tried to do them locally. It's just been like, I have this great thing and I haven't been able to bring it into reality yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. So, so here's something that, that you can do both at a local scale and at a national scale. And a lot of this is really dependent on, you know, how you want, do you want to build a local in your local area? Do you want to have one specific area of the country that's your favorite, or do you want to expand nationally? And here's one of the really cool things that you can do is if you're going to start local and you know that you want to do a weekend retreat in some city, whether that's your hometown or it's another city, what you do is you spend, let's just call it a month. Okay. This can change depending on how much time you have available, but let's just say you spend a month and you find out all of the possible stores restaurants, locations, doctor's offices, um, lawyer, lawyer offices, anything, gyms, etc., that have your ideal clients, which in your case are women, right? Right. And you go to all them and you drop off five or 10 copies and you say, Hey, this is what I do. I host these things. I'd love to give you a bunch of books to give out to your customers. I'd love for you to give these to your people. You don't even need to sell them. But what it does is then everyone's talking about you in that local town. And you could do this for multiple cities. And what you've done is now you've given away 100 books, let's say, 20 businesses, 20 locations, five copies each. You now have 20 people in that community who can vouch for you. And then you have your event and they can become your referral partners. They can be the things because they like you, you gave them value, and now they also have influence which allows you to break into a new area to lead said workshop. So that's like a really cool way that you could take your book right off the bat in the new year and really just go after some of these local um, markets to host retreats in places that you want to work and do I it. That. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another really cool idea. Okay. And I'm just going, I'm spitballing. You got me fired up a little bit here. Okay. <laughs> Is when you're going through this, okay, let's say you go to a city that you really love. Well, think about how many gyms are in every single city, right? You have, depending on where you are in the country, you have Planet Fitness, you have LA Fitness, you have all of the small gyms, the boutique gyms, and the large gyms. Well, you can find gym partners and then do team up with that gym partner who has your audience. They'll email on behalf of you and you can offer, hey, I'll give a free book to anybody that you do this. Or, hey, you have 200 members. I'll give a free book to everyone if you're willing to promote me three times about an event I'm coming. 
Oh, I love and that. And then you can do all these really cool things. So these are just a couple ideas. And on this show, we always give ideas. We ask questions. We get deep. But those are some ways that you could really start to use the book now that it's out and now that people are starting to get their hands on it. I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah. So, so walk me through this, right? You mentioned the, the workshops. Let's talk about your program, okay? Let's talk about how does the book fit in? So when you, did you have the program first or the book first? Let's talk I about have, this. I, I, I'll dial it in. I had, I had the gym first and then I had the program and then I had the book. Right. And then yeah. the book is loosely based off the material in the program, right? It is. Yes. And this is great because now there's a direct correlation from book to program. So in your program, okay, what would you say is the process that somebody would go through? And what's the ultimate result that they might get when they come through your program? The, the program really is to help somebody lose weight and keep it off in a sustainable way. But in a, yes, we do workouts. Yes, we do nutrition. Of course we do. Like we dial that stuff in, but the meat and potatoes, so to speak, <laughs> is the inside stuff that needs to happen. So we work on, you know, forgiveness, letting go, because it's about, you got to let go of the past in order to create a new future. We talk a lot about meditation, a lot of the power is in the group calls because the women get to know each other. They talk about what's really going on inside of them and everybody gives them support. Um, so it's, those are the things it's easy for me to write a workout program. I can do that in my sleep. It's easy for me to write a food program, but it's not going to stick unless I can help women go through that deep transformation mm-hmm. journey. Yeah. And one of the things that I like that you did, and and this is why everyone should go get a copy of your book, is you really laid out a lot of this foundational stuff to get people. I mean, on your book, you say, read this book before you start another diet or join another gym, because it's really for you, the meat and potatoes, right? So to speak, (laughs) is about the inner work. It's about the inner stuff. And in your book, you walk through a lot of this stuff and I love when people do this in their books because sure, you can tell people exactly what to do in the book and hopefully people will get results right away. But a lot of people, especially when it comes to the fitness industry, need extra accountability, need some support. So what you've done is such a great job of bridging the gap from who is Trisha and what is her program? Why should I join it to, oh, here's a great book that helped me learn who Trisha is what her style is, how she teaches. Oh, and she does this as a higher level program. I can get the results now and then I can get the results in the future. And that's a beautiful thing. And so as you did this, have there been any, and I know your book's fresh, have there been any unexpected positive benefits or positive outcomes that have come from your book that maybe you didn't predict initially? I had, well, I've had a couple of really surprising feedbacks. Um, there's a woman that goes to the gym and I idolize her pretty much. And I'm always tra- I'm chasing her with her weights. And <laughs> it's it's a very friendly competition. She's a lot younger than me. She's, she's one, she's just really smart and beautiful and wonderful. And I, I gave her a copy of the book and she came back and she said, um, your book has changed my life. And I was like, what? 
And um, she said, it's going to start me on a whole new path. And that really had a huge impact on me because this is somebody that I thought was headed all together and was completely perfect and wouldn't need anything in my book at all. And I also was at a party the other night and I, I met somebody, I didn't know her, her husband had gotten her the book and she was crying, telling me about the impact the book had on her. And that just blew my mind because I think about this stuff all the time. And I talk about this stuff all the time to my clients, you know, it's to me, it's just, but to know that, that it's impacting these people in this way makes it all, all so worth it. Oh, so that's that's incredible. Yeah, it was really, really awesome. Isn't it funny how in our world, we look at people and we're like, they, they don't need what I got, you know, they, they got it figured out. And yet sometimes those are people that need it the most, or sometimes it's like, wait a sec, why are we thinking that people don't need what we have to offer? We have special stuff, right? And isn't it interesting that as you're experiencing this, would you say that when you have these realizations and you're seeing this amazing, wonderful, friendly competitor of, of yours come to you and tell you your book changed your life, is it increasing your confidence in what you do and reinforcing that you actually are as good as you thought you were or you believed you to be? It is reinforcing it. And the idea, the idea that it's reinforcing it is kind of one of the reasons why I decided to write the book in the first place is that I feel like everybody has a special gift to give. And it's not that we think we're great, that we don't do things. It's that we think we're small and we don't think our voice matters, Mm. but it was like, there was something compelling me to just, even though I feel like a lot of the things I said in the book were kind of woo woo. I'm like, I'm just going to say it. Damn it. I'm going to say it, you know, like, yeah, it's compelling me to say this thing. It's, I just got to get out of the way of my own sense of smallness if I really want to get the message across and I want to help people, I want to help women so much because I see how much they suffer with their body image and with their weight and with the way they feel in their bodies. And like, I got to get out of the way and say the thing in hopes that I can serve people. Yeah. And you know, when you talk about this, right? Like I, I, I hear it in your voice. Like I, I can see your reaction. Like you're, you're excited about this. Like you feel it and, and you truly embrace it when it comes to the inner stuff whether it be for book writing, whether it be for going to the gym, whatever it may be, what what would be one actionable piece of advice or actionable item that someone who's listening, you can say it now and someone listening can immediately implement it right after they're done listening to this episode? <laughs> I guess it's like, under, it's the process I went through in writing the book, which makes me even more compassionate to people who don't want to go to the gym. It's like, there's this thing, you know, you need to do it. But you don't want to. And there's this like developing this awareness around realizing like, I am not doing this thing because I'm, I am trying to keep myself stuck. I'm trying to keep myself in the comfort zone. So what I would do is just, I would find a way to get it done. I couldn't do it in my house. I had to go somewhere. So I would get an Airbnb, get on my motorcycle, go ride. And I would sequester myself and I would bounce around in different cafes and stuff. Cause it was the only way I was going to force myself to get it done. Yeah. So I think it's about like having an awareness when you don't want to do something, just notice and go, Oh, look at me doing that thing. And then like going into probably problem solving mode and figuring out how you're going to get out of your own way. I mean, I do it. It's easy for me to go to the gym. 
gosh, I love the gym. It's like a playground. Right. It's, I absolutely love the gym. I I could just live in a gym. I just love it. But like trying to write the book was just how most people feel about going to the gym. Yeah. Well, and tell me if you agree with this, because we met towards the end of your book experience, you know, and would you say that once we started teaming up together, a lot of things started to click a little bit faster because you had the support, you had the materials and the accountability, just like when people go to the gym, oftentimes very hard to do it. You're on your own or go as hard as you want on your own versus when you have someone guiding you. How, how would you express that um, for you as you got ready to finish your book journey? Oh, I mean, it's, it, that's a great analogy because like without you and like your amazing spreadsheet and all that, I mean, how organized it all was and be able to just go here, 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 and get it done. Cause otherwise it can seem really overwhelming. Like go to the gym. How am I going to do that? Like, Oh my God, there's all these machines. There's all these people. What am I supposed to do? It's the same thing with the book. It's like, oh, should I buy, who's, who's going to tell me what to do and how am I going to do it? Like, so to just have that, first of all, have it all in order, like do this first, do this first, <laughs> do it this way and do it that way, do it that way. It's the same. It's the same thing. It just made it so much easier. I mean, I wouldn't even have my book on Amazon if it wasn't for you. You know, I mean, none of this would be happening. <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, I would have a cover. <laughs> um, I would have a ISBN. <laughs> I'd probably have a book, but it, nobody would have it in their hands. So it's the same thing about going to the gym is just having somebody to tell you what to do. Do this yeah. thing first, do this thing next, do this thing next, and do it for this amount of time. And yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. And, you know, I want to go back to something that you said, which was kind of walking through something that people can become aware of. And you kind of recognize first is like, become aware. So you started with the awareness component, then you went into a shift of environment, and then you went almost to a reframe. Now, I don't know if this is exactly how you would position it, but I, I, I loved kind of the breakdown because you were like, become aware so that you can know that the situation is there. Change the environment because you're currently not doing it where you are today. So you need to change and then reframe what it is that you're actually doing. Now, whether or not that's your exact process, how you just said it there was awesome. And I think that's so relevant for so many things that we do in our life. It's if there's something you want to change or that you feel called to, but you are hesitant or whatever it is, become aware of the feeling, the emotion, the the situation, the problem, the desire. Figure out the environment that will give you the best chance of success. And then once you're doing it, don't be like, I hate this thing. Be like, the gym is my playground, right? right. Like, I love this place. And you don't have to lie to yourself, but you can reframe the thoughts. And there's ways to do that. And you talk about some of these things in the book and you talk about these things in your program and in your workshop. And so I think it's really, really awesome um, to see how getting uncomfortable allows you to create the change. And in your case, and why you write this book is to help a lot of these women make the change once and for all with their journey on weight loss, right? And their body image and being comfortable. And I think you've done a really great job of setting the stage and addressing, yes, diet and fitness as part of it, but there's also that element of the inner work. And so as we kind of get ready to, to, to wrap up here, what would, what is one thing that you've done recently where you had to get uncomfortable in your life in order to, and I'm going to use, 
your tagline, metaphorically, lose metaphorical weight and yes. to get strong in your life? Besides writing the book? <laughs> I, I mean, it's writing the book. Like yeah. every step of it is really uncomfortable because I'm like, well, who cares what I have to say? Which is, you know, it's those, those, what I call the itty bitty shitty committee that we all have. And it's that voice in our heads that tells us like, who are you to spend money on yourself to go to the gym? Who are you? Like, I'll give you an example. When I was, when I, when I had little kids, those little kids wore the most beautiful, perfect clothes. They had the most beautiful, perfect toys, all imported from Germany. The most perfect freaking crayons you've ever seen. Everything was beautiful and perfect, but I was a hot mess. You know, I wore big old baggy overalls and my husband's t-shirts. And I remember thinking like, well, who am I to, you know, spend money on myself or to eat well myself? I'm going to feed them first and they're going to have everything perfect. And so I think it's the same, it's the, it's mm. the same thought process with a book. It's like, who am I to say anything? But I have to remember that I had this incredibly vibrant community at the gym, just being myself and saying these, what I consider wacky things, maybe I should reframe them, not say wacky, um, that that's going to, that's going to create impact. So I have to do it no matter how uncomfortable it is. Yeah. And you're living proof that it works and you do have something to say and people do want to hear it. Even the people that you least expect it. And I hope that what you just said there, I appreciate you you sharing that because everyone that's listening, that is the case. Your voice does matter. Your experiences matter. Your learned knowledge matters. What you've been through matters. And there are people out there that will resonate with the way that you approach life. And yeah. that's why your book needs to be out in the world. And so I thank you for sharing this. I think it's been awesome. So Trisha, how do we get your book? How do we follow you? How do we learn more about your programs and how do we con continue to connect with you? Well, my book is on Amazon. I have a website. Um, my name, Trisha Selbach. I am constantly on Facebook and TikTok and Instagram, like every single day, once or twice a day, I'm posting things. Um, so easy. You can message me on any of those platforms and I'll get right back to you. Um, I'm, I'm really accessible. Awesome. Awesome. We'll make sure that's all linked up, but Trisha, I appreciate you for being on the show. I appreciate you for trusting me and the team to get you over that finish line. And I'm excited for you to live out your book dreams and help many, many more people in the coming year. So thanks for being on the show. Well, I appreciate you. There's no way I could have done this without you. No way, no way, no way. And I will be sending people your way because you're so helpful. So Thank much you. gratitude, much gratitude. Thank you. I appreciate you. And to wrap it all up, everybody, if you enjoyed this, grab a copy of Uncomfortable on Amazon by Trisha Selbach. All right, there you have it. This is what books and fitness have in common. This is why your voice matters. And so let me give you a challenge before we wrap up. And that is this. Do something today that makes you uncomfortable. And if that's sitting with your thoughts to become aware, do it. If that's shifting your environment, do it. If that's making the investment in yourself, do it. Do something today that makes you uncomfortable and give it a shot. I'll see you on the next one. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're ready to get started writing your dream book to grow your business and make an impact, then go ahead and go to bigidea2bestseller.com. That's www.bigidea2bestseller.com. You can get some free resources. You can grab a free copy of my book, Big Idea to Bestseller. And you can check out everything that we have to help you get started absolutely for free. Together, we're changing the world one book at a time. I'll see you on the next one. Let's go!